there. Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson. I'm here to dish out practical advice to help you elevate your business and your life. I'm the CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services here in Nashville, Tennessee. So you know we're going to be covering ground in the real estate industry. But you'll also be hearing from expert leaders in the personal development and entrepreneurship communities. So pull up a seat because we're about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. Glad you're here. And we're so excited about our guest today. It is a woman I have known for several years, and she has become a lifesaver to me and to my clients and to Heather and her clients and to many realtors in Nashville's uh, lifesaver. Thank you. Thank you. Help me welcome Bonnie Paik with Finally Yay! Home Services. Yay! Bonnie. Welcome. I'm going to give myself a round of applause. Yay! Yay! Welcome. <laughs> Our studio audience, you can't hear their applause. I mean, they're all outside, lined up on the street, you know, <laughs> cheering. But I do kind of feel like a celebrity a little bit because I've never done this before. And as soon as you had texted me about coming on, I called my husband. And I said, I feel like such a celebrity. I'm going to go sit with Heather and Christy. And, well, and it's funny because her personality is big and bold and happy. So I just knew that you would be an <laughs> awesome be guest. Great. Well, thank you. I mean, moving is so sexy anyway. So, I mean, we have a lot to talk about when it comes to moving people, right? My, yeah. There aren't a lot of people in this world that can. Well, tell us what is your company? Well, so Finally Home Services, we are, the best way to really think about it, it's like we're a wedding planner, but for moving. And kind of the baseline for the way that people hire us is always packing. So we'll come in and our team, outside of my cute husband's all-female team, and we come in, we will pack a house, get it ready for movers. And so that really is the baseline of where people hire us. And then the second area is what we call project management of a move. And that involves engaging preferred movers to come in and actually load furniture, contents, all of that on a truck, transport, and then unload it. And the project management, the fact that you have ladies coming in to pack that have clothes on and we're not like taking cigarette breaks and you know, oh, yeah. I was like, is it the naked packers no, <laughs> no, 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 it's fully above board business that you weren't even on, anticipating listen i've been there done that uh, I, don't, I don't need any of that in my life um I, <laughs> but when people hire us for the move management we are on site during loading and unloading for the client. And that really frees people up to say, okay, I don't have to be on site with movers all day long. I can take calls. I can go to the office. I mean, we have lots of people that even go on vacation and while their whole home is moved, we coordinate all of that and they kind of have their own HGTV moment when they come home oh, nice. from vacation. And so as crazy as that sounds, it happens a lot. And mm-hmm. so that's really the second kind of level where people hire us. And then the third would be the unpacking portion of it. But for every client, it's always the packing. And then when people find out that they don't necessarily have to be there with the movers, that always perks people up and they're like, oh, wait. Well, maybe we do want to 
you know, I can go pick my kids up or I can take them. We, we don't have to stop our life in order to move. Even during like holiday season, we have people that actually go to their parties and, you know, we're there with the movers and, you know, it's a pretty freeing opportunity for people because I know that there's divorce, death, moving, you know, and it's stressful. It's very stressful. Yeah. Even if you have help, it's still stressful. And so to be able to be on the island with people and say, okay, this is what you can expect. And we're going to make sure that your rug is exactly 18 inches off of the fireplace. Okay, well, when you roll out of bed, do you want your feet to hit the rug or does it need to be under, you go straight for the hardwood floors, all of those things and making sure that you've got your vitamins and your, you know, your meds. Details, details, details. Yeah, it's a lot. And it could be just as simple as people calling us to say, hey, we need help for one day to pack grandma's china. And then it's kind of one day and we're done. But then there are those people that really want the high level, you know, I don't want to lift a finger, just sprinkle some fairy dust and make it happen. And we do that too. And do you have the people... And I'm sure you do, but so many people, when they move, they are leaving this chapter and going to the next, hopefully better chapter. Not always, but that's what Mm -hmm. we see a lot of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what about those folks? I know when I've moved in the past and it's been a while, you know, I'm like, oh, this needs to go to Goodwill. This needs to go to my mom's house. This needs to go. Mm -hmm. Do y'all come in and do that too? Yes, we do that. We can coordinate any of those pickups and, you know, if it even fits in our own cars, we can take that with us and drop it off. But if there's furniture or whatever it is that is a larger item, yes, junk removal. We can coordinate all of those things. So we really take kind of the consultative approach and go in and meet with a client because I will tell you, and this may just be because we're a newer type of concept, but I have lots of agents that will call and say, hey, I don't really know what it is that y'all do, but <laughs> can you call Betty and just talk through and just see kind of what you can do to help? Or I'll get a call, hey, Christy Wilson sent me your way. She didn't know what you do, but I just <laughs> knew that I needed to call you. And so really, we just kind of take a breath and say, okay, well, tell me a little bit about your move. Where are you feeling stressed? And where do you feel like you need help? Mm -hmm. And those questions open the door for the rest of the conversation to flow. And sometimes, whether if it's our schedule that's booked or if it's just really not a good fit, we want to make sure even if we can't help them, that we can direct them to some resources that would be a good fit. So, you know, it's tough. And everybody in town, we're all like, hanging on white knuckle these days and we're just trying to do the best we can. But I mean, I guess it's my service background because I'm a hotel and restaurant major. Like that's what my whole background is in and fundraising. You know, I just want to make sure that I treat people the way that I would want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And if I can't help, well, let's try to figure out somebody that can. Okay. So on the movers, when uh-huh. you're coordinating a move, yeah. do you have a specific moving company that you like to use or do you have a bevy of people? I don't know what bevy means. Sounds good. Uh, I mean, is that like a, a, a bunch? bunch? <laughs> a bunch. Okay. I went to public school. It was um, <laughs> father on education right here. Oh, yeah. That's so good. I, that, you know what? Maybe I need to send my kids to father. 
<laughs> I mean, they're producing some quality professionals over there. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> yes, they are. Just yes, they kidding. are. So that is kind of like the loaded question of even friends of mine will call and say, so movers are like cars. You can say the the destination is going to be the same from point A to point B, but how you get there is going to be totally different. There are some movers, well, let me back up and say this. You could have a client that has furniture that's all antiques. If you look at something, it's going to break. That is one personality. Right. That's the personality and it's the personality of their furniture. You could have another client that has furniture that their kids have run on and, you know, you can't even see a clean spot on it. So what we need to do is take into consideration, we don't need a mover to blanket and stretch wrap every single piece of furniture if that client doesn't necessarily care. Care. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they care, they don't want, nobody wants anything broken, but do they really want to spend the money for a white glove type service when their furniture, that's not the season of life that Mm -hmm. they're in. But you better believe those people that have antiques, you know, they, Mm -hmm. if the base of the foot, you know, wound up with a scratch, then there's a problem. So we really try to figure out what's the personality of the client What's the personality of the furniture and marry the right type of mover? Because there are movers that they're not going to blanket anything. They're just carrying it out to the truck. And it's kind of the dirty move, as I call it. I mean, that's not really a nice way to say it, but they are just point A to point B. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Then there are people that blanket and stretch wrap everything. So the moment that it is carried out of a doorway from a room, if it hits a wall or hits a stairwell, nothing gets dinged. And so those are just all kind of considerations that we look at. So we've kissed a lot of frogs. And unfortunately, this business, this industry does not have the best reputation. You know, there's been a lot of, you know, theft that I've heard of. So, you know, to have someone or a company like Finally Home that somebody can trust to say, yeah, I know these guys. It's the same people that are showing up to load you, same people to transport your stuff and unload. I mean, we know the movers that are showing up mm. and that's really unheard of in this business. Sure. We really try to stick local. The only time I feel like I have to use a van line is when either the client requests it for multiple different reasons or we're going into Canada and you have to have that. But I like to keep it local because I have the cell phone numbers of everybody. There's no red tape. It's very nimble. You know, if something happens because it is moving, how can we get things done faster and better for the client? Right. So, you know, the last time I moved, I used, and I hope it's okay to use company name. Well, it's my podcast. I do whatever I want to, but (laughs) I used two two men in a truck and I had the best experience with two men in a truck. So Mm -hmm. I -hmm. referred them you know, a month later to a client of mine, the worst experience of her life. And then, or no, I take that back. I I said to somebody else, great experience. Next experience was terrible. And I'm like, oh, note to self, it all depends on which two men show up. Mm -hmm. And that's Uh That's just a challenge in the moving industry Mm -hmm. Uh is it's, Number one, you're going to age out because you need strong. Yes, yes, you do. Guys or girls, I'm sure they're strong girls too. But I mean, it's a very short-term type of job. Job, right? Yeah, and you just never know what what may show up. Mm-hmm. So that's 
That's exactly right. And so I can't even imagine. I mean, we always talk about expectation management. Your one thing that I think people can expect from us is that we're going to shoot it to them straight and mm-hmm. to say, okay, if you go this route, this is what we traditionally experience. If you go this route, this is what we would experience. And so regardless, moving is stressful. So I know that I will know that until the day I die, Mm -hmm. but there are career movers and then there are summer kids in college movers. And Mm -hmm. so all of those things, I mean, who knew that moving would be so just diverse and just the information behind it, but it's pretty fascinating. I mean, you have people that are driving these big rigs, you know, all across the country. You've got multiple families sharing space within a semi truck, and you know, that's one dynamic of it. And then you've got the other dynamic of it where, you know, are they career movers that are here in Nashville that are showing up to? the jobs that we've been on, or are they a kid looking for a summer job? So, I mean, the experience level, all of those things come into play. So during COVID, we've seen a huge migration of people into Nashville yes, and very few out of Nashville. And -hmm. some of the horror stories I've gotten from my own clients, and Heather, I think you may have too, of it's going to be another 60 days before my furniture arrives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So just, I guess, the great resignation plus you know, no drivers, no people. Mm-hmm. Has that gotten a little bit better or is that still an, a challenge that you guys are seeing? We never experienced that challenge because I would say the majority of that was from a van line perspective because they, like I just mentioned, they will share trucks where multiple families will go. So with, I never even knew that till you just said uh, that. Yeah, I didn't I was either. Like, oh my God, your stuff is on uh-huh. with other people. So you're just at the mercy of like, the collective that's, schedule? That's Well, so that is one of the primary reasons why we traditionally do not work with van lines. I mean, it's a great industry and it's good for certain things, but from kind of that boutique moving concierge perspective, I don't like to share. I want to know that the moment that these items are loaded onto the truck, they're not going to be touched until they get to the destination. And not only that, but I want to be able to have the cell phone number of the driver and say, hey, we close on this house five o'clock the day prior. We're going to start unloading at 8.01 the next morning. And you can really direct and be very specific with those plans with a local mover. And we have several that travel all over the country okay. with us. Oh, wow. But if I'm with a van line, I mean, I'm at the mercy. Usually you will see anywhere from, I would say pre-COVID, 10 to 14 day delivery window. Right. And then sometimes their stuff, not all of it even arrives. And so there's probably a lot of the control factor that I really like when working with a local company. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. How so, did you start this company? It's such a great idea and you do such oh a good job. God, so I'm always yeah. curious the backstory. Well, well, you're sweet to say that. I have to color my hair a lot because it's... Her hair is dynamite, <laughs> by the way. You've well, got like this awesome jet black hair. Well, thank you. I have made a commitment to myself that I'm not going to look like Priscilla Presley when I'm 80. So thank you. there needs to be a transitional <laughs> point. I just turned 45 two weeks ago. And so I'm not there just yet, but there will be a time when I, you know start going a little lighter, but you could rock the Cruella. Look. Um, <laughs> probably some people say the attitude too, no. but, uh, <laughs> don't, 
don't call anybody that works at Family Home. Um, (laughs) But no, I love everybody that I work with. I really do. Hi, I'm Harry Allen, co-founder and chief relationship officer of Studio Bank. Studio Bank is passionate about what our members create, and we're here to support you through the process. We provide capital and services to build businesses. We offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time home buyer or purchasing your fifth home. We work with artists to reach their audiences. We help nonprofits transform our community. And often, the most important work we do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. We're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 1761767. Finally home, it's a total God thing. I never thought in a million years that I would even own a company ever. Had no interest, like most people, moving, terrible, hated it. But six years ago, actually six and a half years ago, my husband and I thought we were moving and our deal fell through and we moved into, well, we didn't have a place to go. Let me say that. And then a week later, I found out that I had thyroid cancer and I was like, okay, God, I have no house to move to yet. My house certainly was under contract. It, our realtor at that time was like, I've got good news and bad news for you. Good news is your house is under contract. The bad news is the one that you wanted to move into is no longer available. And it had been on the market 100 days. I mean, you would just never even think that this would happen. And then a week later, that's when I found out that I had thyroid cancer and we had nowhere to move. And I was like, God, what are you doing to me? I mean, what, like, what have I done? You know, what, what kind of karma is this? And we wound up, I had surgery. This was in December of 2015. I had surgery, took my thyroid out. And five days later, we were moving into a rental and I hated my husband because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, we can get out of our contract. These are circumstances that we did not know were going to take place. And he said, no, we've got to keep our commitment, you know? And I was like, I really don't like you right now. And thankfully we have grown from that and we even work together now. So, I mean, he is my rock. But during that whole time of like surgery, moving, treatment, all of that, I just really felt the Lord saying to me, Bonnie, this is a chance to help people. And I did not know what that was supposed to look like. Fast forward a few months in April, I was just like, well, I don't know. How do you get a business license? You know, what? I don't know. I didn't know anything. And so I just started working for free for people and trying to figure out processes and vendors. And it was in May. And I was like, okay, God, well, if I have one paid move this summer, I know that I'm on the path that you want me to be on. And that first summer out of the gate, I had 22 paid moves in 90 days. This gave me goosebumps. Yep. And And so at that moment, I knew, I was like, okay, this is definitely what I need to be doing. And it has not always been easy. It's a very stressful job. Mm -hmm. It's very stressful. And there are times that I'm like, what, what is happening? But 
I do know that I'm in the right place, no matter how hard it gets. And, Mm -hmm. you know, right now the company is in a growth phase and we have a location that's a corporate location in Knoxville. And it's really kind of been our guinea pig as far as ironing out processes from a distance, managing people from a distance, you know, which is a whole other ball of wax. But the goal is, and I have just always felt this from the beginning, was to actually franchise the company. And Mm so that's where we are right now. And and it's tough. No one is ever going to be like the owner as far as loving the company as much as I do. And not to discount people because I love people. I'm in the service business. But I mean, you know, as a business owner, if I have to work at 1 a.m. on Saturday to get something done, yeah. I'm going to do it. You always go the mm-hmm. extra mile. Right. You, but you have to. I can't expect that of anybody else. Right. And so anyway, so we're just, we're kind of working through those things right now. So what do you do when you're not working? I mean, you have a job that you're like a realtor. You're working a lot. Mm-hmm. So I really cherish downtime. Mm-hmm. And my kids say that our life is really boring. And that's okay because... I need to recharge. And I do really try to protect the weekend. We try to bang out Monday through Friday and then have that break, you know, for family and things like that on the weekend. But I love, I love a good spa day. Uh, always, because I'm in such a blue collar role, I always get my nails done. Your nails look great. By the way. I was just Thank looking you. at yours and then yeah. looking at mine. I look like no. I'm working third no. shift at Stucky's. Well, I mean... <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I was like, I'm like, oh, I'm sitting on my hands. No, no, no. But I mean, I know that probably sounds really, what's the word? Like too bougie. But, you know, I really try to take care of myself. And our kids, I mean, they're 12 and 10. And so I think last night I was planning a birthday party for our 10 year old at that Buff City soap place. They can go and make bath bombs. And oh, stuff. yeah. Fun. So, you know, I mean, it's a pretty simple life. But, It's pretty crazy when I'm not at home. So I try to go the extremes on both sides of it. That's cool. So So what's the craziest thing you've seen in your days of this, what, seven years you've been doing this We love hearing these stories. I mean, I'm always... Change the name, change the location. Well, this one... Oh, man. There's been a lot. I mean, I've had the police show up. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Playboy bunnies. (laughs) Playboy bunnies. Paintings of boobies. Oh, you know, oh that's how they're packing. Um, but I, I didn't know if this had to do with the naked packers. <laughs> okay. None of the ladies that show up are naked. They're all fully they're clothed. We- yes. Their colors are pink and black. Nice So yes, ladies. nice shirts. Yes. Well, I will say this. So this happened in South Carolina. This really was not even in Nashville. And we were unpacking at a new house. And one of the team members was in the primary closet and on the ledge for the built-ins up top she felt something on top and she pulled it out and it was a calendar like you know one of those that you hang on the wall Uh and she started looking at it and it was like a boudoir as Uh as I said whatever shot yes like a for your spouse yeah it's (laughs) sort Oh, it was the persons <laughs> that lived there. That lived there. Yes. Got it. Okay. I'm sorry. Thank you, Christy, because my brain goes. A no, you're totally miles. fine. But it was basically photos dedicated to her husband. And January, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep it at January. January, fully nude on top, pearls down to her belly button. 
and a kitty cat in front of her <laughs> kitty cat. Kitty cat. <laughs> and then I kid you not. How do you unsee that and like we walk, walk into, out? We walk into the hallway. The sellers had stopped by the house. So kitty cat was in the closet and then we walked out and there she was. And I, we, that was probably one of the worst. Yes. I am crying. I'm laughing so <laughs> But she had a kitty cat in front of her kitty cat. I was like, this is really, I mean, I'm too modest for stuff like that. No way. Meow. I mean, we've had a client just say, hey, feel my new boobs and just like grabbed mm. her hand and oh pulled my- her shirt up. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, it's just. You're in their house every day. So you just yeah. become a part. Hey, I look guess. at my new boob job. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yes. Nice. Perky. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I have not had either of those things happen in my... Uh... Well, you'll never look at a cat the same. I'm just telling you right now. I don't. I don't want to own a cat. I'm a dog person. I'm a dog person. I mean, from through and through. God love y'all that own cats, but that food stinks. <laughs> It does. And it sits out all day. It's disgusting. Whenever we go into someone's house and they have cat food out. And you know, cats know when you don't like them. Yes. And they they put their butt in your face and want to like get all over in your feet. But the cat food that sits out all day makes me want to puke. I have to cover it up with a paper towel. <laughs> I do. I really do. Otherwise, everybody that works with me would leave. They would leave the job. And if anyone ever listens to this, that we've packed and owned a cat. Have you packed a cat in a box? No. But I'm just saying, if they had cats and their cat food was out, I have to put a paper towel over it because the cat food's Just cover it up. Yes. I am crying. And I can't wipe my tears away because this stupid microphone's in my face. (laughs) I would love to come pack with you for the day. Like volunteer basis. Just give me the address. I will show up. Anyone that's ever interested in coming to work, I do say, hey, we recommend a shadow day. So we do. They come for at least two or three times. Yes. They get paid for two or three hours because, I mean, people are just crazy. Yeah. Just people have no shame. I am surprised when I'm showing a house and... You know, we prep our sellers mm-hmm. on how to have their house in market-ready condition. Mm-hmm. And I'll go in these houses, and there's just people's underwear everywhere, bras hanging everywhere, just, yes. you know, filth. I'm going, seriously? Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. I know. Yeah. And I've seen the photos you're talking about. An agent in our office recently went to a home and had a photo. She um, took her own calendar shots. Is that what you're saying? It was in the bathroom. <laughs> yes. In and the I bathroom. Thought, wouldn't you want to remove those for showings if you list your home? But I guess not. Some people are very proud. They're, they're proud. They're proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the circles they run in. So it's what it is. Mm-hmm. I will tell you this. I have two dream jobs that I might have to retire after one of these ever happened. But I have said from the beginning, if I could ever move Justin Timberlake, I would probably retire after that. And I I get it. I'm like 10 years older than him, but whatever. The other one I would love, you know how they do the White House transitions like during the, you know, inauguration. It happens like overnight. It's less than overnight. It's while they're out there swearing in. It is like the most orchestrated, sign me up for that. Oh, wow. I would love. That's a goal. That's That's a a good goal. I mean, 
neither one of those will probably ever happen. But if they did, I would retire after either one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Just put it out there. Yeah, you have to put it out there, out there first. I've been doing that for 10 years. <laughs> well, here we are talking about cats. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. We travel. You know, we've been to D.C. like three times in the last six months. Really? Well, you moved one of my clients to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. About a year. I guess Michelle. this is about a year. Yeah, Great. Michelle. Mm-hmm. I'm about to go to Italy with Michelle. And, um, she's so cute. I know. She's, she's great. So she and another friend of ours, she's turning 50. And so we're going to Italy for her 50th birthday. But she said, you know, I really thought I could do this and then realized there is no way. And she sings your praises to Aww. this day that she made this move bearable. Aww. You know, it was just a lot. She had a lot going on in her life with the job transition and different things. And you came in, swooped in, which brings me to a question. How far out? So say if I've got a client who needs your services, mm-hmm. how much lead time do you guys need to give right now? I would say no matter what call because, I mean, we've got people on the books until August. However, a lot of times we may finish early or a lot of times we'll finish early and we might have a one day opening or two day openings. But if it's in the summer, I would say just as soon as you know, six to eight weeks. But again, you never know. You never know. Call and ask. And then during the non-summer months, I would say three to four weeks. Okay. So we don't have trucks and things like that. So we're not a mover, but you know, it used to be, you could just call up and say, Hey, come move me tomorrow. And it's just not like that. Yeah. I love how you called yourself the wedding planner of moving. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's That's trademarked by the way. Oh, is it really? It is. I love that. Official. Yeah. Don't take it. Don't worry. I I don't, I don't want to get in your business. No cats for me. Now, see, I'm just going to have to like take pictures and send it to you and have her looky, looky. You know, careful what might pop up on our podcast or on our email. We send these email blasts to talk about our podcast. Oh my gosh. Kitty. Scratch, scratching at the window. This has been the funnest podcast. I think we've done. I know I've already said it, but I I have not laughed this hard in, on a I podcast. This well, is just fantastic. Y'all are We're so going to put all of your contact information in our oh. show notes yes. so people Thanks. can reach out. This is Bonnie Paik with Finally Home Call Services. Call Bonnie. Call Bonnie. Email Bonnie. Aww. Go to her website, which Thank is you. finallyhomeservices.com. Dot com. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. it's a great website, by Thank the way, you. too. It is. Thank you. I and love the video. <gasps> Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's one of those where I can't watch it because I don't like to hear myself talk, but I let other, you know, I just don't. But thank you. You walk in the room and I just smile. Yeah. You are just amazing. Christy, so. that's it. Girl, that's you. You know how many times I've watched but, your Dancing with the Stars video <laughs> on Facebook? I'm just like that, Christy. She's got legs for days. I like to dance. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Love that. Well, on that note, we'll just spin on out of here. All right. And, uh, Bonnie, thank you for being thank here. You. This Thanks was for having so me. much fun. Thank you. Guys, if you have any topics you want us to cover in the future or any questions for Heather or myself, make sure you email us at podcast at wilsongrouprealestate.com and we will be happy to answer. Have a great day. Bye, guys. The Wilson Group Real Estate Services is one of Nashville's top premier boutique real estate firms. We specialize in working with buyers and sellers for housing, investment, and commercial needs, as well as offering a full-service property management division for your investments. Check out our website today at wilsongrouprealestate.com. Hey, if you're loving the show, go find that little follow button on your podcast app. 
This will ensure you won't miss a single episode. Until next time.